Chapter 8 of The Well at the World's End, Book 4. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Well at the World's End, Book 4, by William Morris. Chapter 8 Of Goldberg Again, and the Queen Thereof. Next day they went forth through the country wherethrough Morfin had led Ralph into captivity, and Redhead rode warily, for there were many passes which looked doubtful. But whether the ill men feared to meddle with them, or however it were, none waylaid them, and they all came safely to the gate of Goldberg, the towers whereof were full of folk looking forth on them. So they displayed their pennon, and rode into the street where folk pressed about them in friendly wise, for the new lord of Utterbol had made firm and fast peace with Goldberg. So they rode to the hostel, and gat them victual, and rested in peace that night. But Ralph wondered whether the queen would send for him when she heard of his coming back again, and he hoped that she would let him be, for he was ashamed when he thought of her love for him, and how that he had clean forgotten her till he was close to Goldberg again. But when morning was come, Ralph spake to Redhead, and asked him how he should do to wage men for the homeward journey on thence. And Redhead said, I have already seen the clerk of the port, and he will be here in an hour with a license for thee to wage men to go with thee to Cheaping No. As for me, I must needs go see the king, and give him a letter sealed by my lord's hand. And when I come back from him, I will go round to the alehouses which be haunted of the men-at-arms to see after strong carls for thine avail. But to the king hast thou no need to go, save he send for thee, whereas thou art not come hither to chaffer, and he needeth not men of war. Ralph stared at him, and said, The king, sayest thou, is there no queen of Goldberg? Said Redhead, There is the king's wedded wife, but her they call not queen, but lady. But the queen that was, said Ralph, where is she then? Yea, truly, said Redhead, a queen sat alone as ruler here a while ago, but whether she died or what befell her I know nothing. I had little to do with Goldberg till our lord conquered Utterbol. Lo, here the host, he may tell thee the tale thereof. Therewith he departed, and left Ralph with the host, whom Ralph questioned of the story, for his heart was wrung lest such a fair woman and so friendly should have come to harm. So the host sat down by Ralph, and said, My master, this is a tale which is grievous to us, for though the saints forbid I should say a word against my lord that is now, nor is there any need to, Yet we deemed us happy to be under so dear a lady, and so good and fair as she was. Well, she is gone so that we wot not whether she be living or dead. For so it is that in the early spring, somewhat more than a year ago, that is, one morning when folk arose, the queen's place was empty. Riding and running there was about and about, but none the more was she found. For sooth as time wore, tales were told of what wise she left us and why, but she was gone. Well, fair sir, many deemed that though her lineage was known by seeming, yet she was of the fairy, and needed neither steed nor chariot to go where she would. But her women, and those that knew her best, deemed that whatso she were, she had slain herself, as they thought, for some unhappiness of love. For indeed she had long gone about sad and distraught, though she neither wept, nor would say one word of her sorrow, whatsoever it might be. But, fair sir, since thou art a stranger, and art presently departing from our city, I will tell thee a thing. To wit, one month or so after she had vanished away, 
I held talk with a certain old fisherman of our water, and he told me that on that same night of her vanishing, as he stood on the waterside, handing the hawser of his bark, and the sail was all ready to be sheeted home, there came along the shore a woman going very swiftly, who, glancing about her, as if to see that there was none looking on or prying, came up to him, and prayed him in a sweet voice for instant passage down the water. Wrapped she was in a dark cloak and a cowl over her head, but as she put forth her hand to give him gold, he saw even by the light of his lantern that it was exceeding fair, and that great gems flashed from the finger-rings, and that there was a great gold ring most precious on her arm. He yea said her asking, partly because of her gold, partly, as he told me, that he feared her, deeming her to be of the fairy. Then she stepped over his gangway of one board on to his boat, and as he held the lantern low down to light her, lest she should make a false step and fall into the water, he noted, quoth he, that a golden shoe, all begimmed, came out from under gown him, and that the said him was broidered thickly with pearl and jewels. Small was his bark, and he alone with the woman, and there was a wind in the March night, and the stream is swift betwixt the keys of our city, so that by night and cloud they made much way down the water, and at sunrise were sailing through the great wood which lieth hence a twenty leagues seaward. So when the sun was risen she stood up in the forepart of the boat, and bade him turn the bark toward the shore, and even as the bows ran upon the sand she leapt out and let the thicket cover her, nor have any of Goldberg seen her since, or the queen. But for my part I deem the woman to have been none other than the queen. Seest thou then, she is gone. But the king Reynold, her cousin, reigns in her stead, a wise man and a mighty, and no tyrant or skinner of the people. Ralph heard and pondered, and was exceeding sorry, and more had he been but for the joyousness which came of the water of the well. Howbeit he might not amend it, for even were he to seek for the queen and find her, it might well be worse than letting it be. For he knew, when he thought of her, that she loved him. And how would it be if she might not outwear her love, or endure the days of Goldberg, and he far away? This he said to himself, which he might not have said to any other soul. End of chapter 8